That's Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestion01 on Twitter. We're good to go. Yes. Hey, okay. uh, welcome to That's Questionable, the podcast. Thanks for tuning in, listening. We know uh, a couple of you have been been tuning in. Yeah. Lately, it's good right? to see some, great. Some more downloads. Exciting. Here with Nathan and David, and we uh, we were just uh, talking about questions and basketball and basketball and basketball yeah. basketball. Who will win the NBA championship? That's the question. It will not be the Lakers. They won't. I'm yeah, saying the Nets. Repeat winner. The Nets. I just think that's the biggest. Yeah, they have the best chance. Yeah, probably so. Seems like it. Although Harden is still out. See how long he's out. He's got that hamstring problem. Yeah, I think they're hoping he'd play tomorrow, but okay, still just a hope. They're, so they are playing tomorrow. Games tomorrow. I think so. Okay. Yep. Okay. Wednesday. I'm actually enjoying so. watching them play. They they've kind of been it's been kind of fun, so they're you know like you said they got three of the top ten players in the league yeah so Magic's not playing anymore is he okay. now they they lost earlier this season okay. so they're not in the playoffs okay All Magic right. and yeah I was thinking of Magic Johnson but that's just a stupid mm-hmm. joke yeah how's well, your week how's your week been Jim so far it's been a great week uh, yeah going. Going well, yeah. Things are good at home. Family's doing well. It's uh, love summer. I just yeah, truly, truly love summer. How about you guys? It's been good. Um, you know, it's been been kind of kind of strange times with what's happening in the news, but it seems like we've been saying that every week for five now, years. Yeah, five years. So, yeah. Hmm. What is going on in the news? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the question. I, I that's not that that's questionable. Yeah, that's question. questionable. I was yeah. like, I haven't been paying attention too much. I have to admit. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you said some things, I might go, oh, that's right. But um, uh, if, you, if you're asking me what's in the news right now, I'm drawing a blank. Well, good for you. I'm, that's... That's amazing. So you didn't hear about the Ohio State's coach? Oh, don't bring that there. <laughs> Those are lies. I tell you, right. lies. Yeah. yeah, no. But um, no, I do know. I do know there was some stupid stupidity going on. That uh, you know, Trump said he was going to be reinstated in August. I do know that. Um, that that that's just like man. That's just a like like everybody just needs to shut that stuff out. Like not even pay attention, not even listen. It's just noise. It's just dumb, stupid noise. Like I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know why we're even messing with any of that kind of stuff anymore, man. It's time to move on. Really is noise. Noise. That's a good term. I like that. Yeah, it's effective too, though, when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there there's. Uh, I've heard it said that there's uh, there's two things that distract us from arriving at truth and uh, one of them is bias 
Mm-hmm. And the other one is noise. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so if, uh, for example, if, if, uh, if truth is the center of a target and we're, we're aiming for truth, uh, bias is the thing that will cause us to consistently miss in the same spot. In other words, because we're looking to quantify what we already believe instead of looking for truth. Yeah. That arrow shooting for truth will always go, you know, where, wherever it is. Yes. To the left, to the left, to the left. We talked about this too. We confirmation bias. We were talking about the fact that, that, um, just, yeah, just yesterday we were talking about the fact that you, you know, you can't you can't have a conversation with somebody that's already presupposed that they something is true that they don't know is true, because then it is you know the bias is there. I mean, it's like all they're going to do the entire argument will be shifted to trying to prove their presupposed point. Yeah, it's presupposed. Is that am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, which I, what do you do with that? Well, that, that, that's a great question because, um, you know, whenever, did I, have I mentioned before that I used to be an apologetics teacher? You were? You yeah. were an apologetics, that's right. You yeah. were an apologetics teacher. Yeah, I had to apologize all the time. I'm sorry. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so when, whenever I would study for that, that confirmation bias came into such, um, had such an impact on what I was willing to read and what I was willing to study and, um, I think maybe to step into that a little bit, what is confirmation bias? We've kind of talked a little bit about what that is and then how do we deal, how do we interact with people who, who have that? So how how do I, how do I talk to somebody like say evangelical Christian when, um, they believe in so many things that are opposite to what we believe. Yeah. And a lot of times they believe it because, uh, that's what they've always been told. That's what their parents have told them, or that's what they, uh, that's that's what they believe the Bible says. And every truth they look for, they look to try to confirm what they already know. Yeah. So how do we deal with people like that? I mean, because I'm asking this genuinely because I deal with people like that, and I feel like maybe I haven't dealt with those people the right way. Well, yeah, I mean. You're never going to have a conversation with, with anybody that doesn't have it, you know, that isn't biased in some way. It doesn't have confirmation bias happening. We all do. It's just it, on different topics and in different areas. You so know, you're saying it's hopeless. No, not necessarily <laughs> hopeless, but I mean, I think, I, I, you know, I think we got to look for, we look for common ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, you know, we can find some things that we can agree on, um, and then hope, you know, hope to grow it from there. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I Changing people's minds is, uh, is not a goal of mine any longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoy engaging with people and, and sharing what, what I understand today. Um, as much as possible, but, but I, I don't hold out for changing anybody's minds any, anymore. Uh, but I do take great joy when I see, when I see other people's minds changing. Yeah. 
you know, which, which we're seeing all around us. Expanding the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Not being so narrow and yeah. confined. Uh, so let me, let me finish my metaphor real quick. It's somewhat on top. Back to the target. So if bias is the thing that causes us to miss consistently in the same spot, noise is that thing that causes us to miss randomly all over the place. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So noise, distraction, all of that keeps us away from the truth. Uh, not in a consistent way like bias does. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, back to what we were saying when we were talking about the news and whatnot, uh, noise is an effective, an effective, uh, strategy for keeping, uh, the public or keeping others away from the truth and seeing what's going on. And so maybe back to, to the question, uh, you know, maybe when we engage with, with folks, we, we focus on the noise part instead of the bias part to begin with. And we try to remove some of that noise, uh, and help them to focus a little bit better. Does that make sense? Yeah. So one of the things I've, I have done, I have done this and I'll ask people who, who are you listening to? Who, who where did you, where did you hear that from? And, uh, and I have found the people that I've talked to so far, um, you know, it's, it's almost always Newsmax or, or OAN, if I'm lucky. If not, it's somebody like Alex Jones or some guy that's way out there on the right, and that's who they're listening to. Uh, and it's hard to challenge them that maybe, maybe if you don't listen to that, maybe if you step back and you you start reading some things that might, you know, spur some, I mean, there's some good magazines out there, good articles out there. There's some good websites you can go to. that are actually news websites. I mean, you know, that, that you can read and, and study up on and, and try to get a, uh, more of an un, un, uh, I don't know if unbiased view, but more of a, um, well-rounded. Yeah. Well, well-rounded. You talking about like the blaze? I'm not talking about the blaze. Uh, no, I'm not talking about uh, Omaha. Omaha. We report you decide. I'm not talking about that because that's not what they do. Uh, so it's not Fox News, but I, yeah. I, 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 you know, you you can go to, you can go to, you know, certain certain news sites that have a fairly balanced yeah appeal. I used to think that was what the Wall Street Journal was. I'm not so sure there's much that anymore there. But, you know, a lot of your major news out outlets, I don't buy into this, that of this, you know, mainstream media stuff, that what they call it, lamestream. I mean, I, I found, like, everybody talks about CNN being this, this ultra-liberal. I mean, I, I was watching them t today, four weeks before I came in to meet you guys, and um, they were discussing the things that Biden was doing wrong. You know, the things they didn't like about what his... And it wasn't necessarily his agenda wasn't left enough. It was that they weren't communicating things the right way. Or they yeah. weren't... You know, it wasn't it wasn't they thought he was too far right or mm -hmm. too center. Yeah. It was that, hey, you know, they talked about some answer that that uh, that Kamala Harris had on, on her trip to Mexico. And they talked about, hey, 
you know, she could have handled that question a lot better. Yeah. And so they're criticizing both sides. But, um, but I think just to get unbiased, and that's what I tried to do is try to pull them away from that. I don't know that I've ever been successful with that. Yeah, uh, from, a, from, from the bias side, it, it's difficult. I'm going to try to approach it from the noise side a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I was walking by an office today, and uh, the person in the office uh, said, I am going to kill somebody. And I stopped and thought for a minute, and, and I realized, whoa, that uh, what I could hear in the background was what was they listened to the one of the hate radio stations. Hmm. And consistently you know it's on all day in their office and yeah. whatnot and and I don't hear that from anybody else mm-hmm. you know yeah. I, I wouldn't expect to ever hear somebody say that out of frustration yeah for what's going on in the day but you know that back to your question you know what what are where are folks hearing these things what are they where are they getting this noise where are they yeah it's a good question yeah, it is a good question, and uh, you know, I'm trying to sit there and relate it to the idea of what's noise, what's noise in religion. <clears throat> Gosh, <laughs> you're like, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough no. time for this. But like, you know, but maybe we could sit and think of an example. Like, is noise, um, like, uh, I don't know. Help me out. Well, I mean, I I would see, I would think, uh, I would think the entire religious engagement in politics is noise. Hmm. Yes, absolutely. Perfect example. The whole of it. That's right. It's like, you know, you're, if you're looking for pieces, I'm sure we could find some and, and maybe some will come to mind, but, but I think the whole, you know, if, uh, if if my goal as a religious leader is to convince folks that I'm hearing from God and uh, mm-hmm. and it's new and it's fresh and it's uh, inspired, um, you know, after ten or fifteen years, it might start to get old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially since so so often it's it's uh, illegitimate, but um, but you throw politics into it and oh, yeah. the outrage of the day yeah, and the, right. and the uh, persecution aspect of it and all of that that is a gigantic noise mm-hmm. that you know rallies everybody and keeps you fresh and on fire and pissed off and uh yeah that's what politics wants and we've obviously we did an episode our christians the persecuted we did an episode on that i don't remember what number but anybody's listening to that can go back and look at that and search that but it was um, before this one it was before this one (laughs) by more than one episode Uh, but that is that is it it's um um that's a perfect outcome to think that Christians walking around by listening to all the noise, thinking that somehow they're the persecuted minority, that's, you know, the, 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 the effect of that is, is to try to get people to think that so that then they obviously will 
vote or or you know stand up for certain causes but it, it, in in reality there's it is just noise there's no truth to any of that yeah yeah fear fear is a great motivator you know um i'm going to use a i'm going to go back to a, a christian apologist what is his name uh Kunkel? david oh no not me uh no this is one of my disciples uh, it was <laughs> just joking. This guy wouldn't know me uh, at all, ever. But uh, it's Greg Kunkel, I think his name is, but he um, he promotes the Socratic method when you deal on, on the opposite side. So when you're a Christian and you're and you're dealing with people that are non-Christians, to ask them, you know, the, the Socratic method would be ask them questions to get them to start thinking about why they think what they think and try to move them in a certain direction by more questions. That way you're not telling them what they should believe. You're, you're asking them questions so that maybe they will question what they believe. And I would kind of wonder if that's a good approach. That's why I usually ask, what are you listening to? Uh, that's not really the Socratic message. What that really is interpreted, you know, I got, most people would interpret that as saying, uh, you're listening to the wrong things. <laughs> and that's really what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but I think just to get them thinking about, you know, um, we can't live in some kind of um, vacuum that we only listen to one thing, we only listen to one side. And um, especially when it comes to preachers and politics, they carry so much weight and they, they have so much influence. And we talked about it I think in the last episode we talked about a pastor here that, you know, he, he didn't make a wrong prediction on the election because of <laughs> Trump didn't lose. And I, I've heard that from probably, uh, I, I, you know, sub- subscribed or follow Right Wing Watch. And it's amazing almost every other one that he puts up, or they put up the videos, has to do with somebody talking about how Trump won the election. Yeah. It's just, it's living in, it's living in absolute denial and being completely disconnected that somehow you, you, it's like the, there's okay. Growing up in elementary school, um, man, we'd always go out. A bunch of us would go play football on, on recess. And I, and I had, I loved it. We, we typically, and what was funny is, is, we would pick teams, but the teams would always tie, kind of gravitate to the same people. And I'd play quarterback for one team and whatever, and, and I'm telling you what, after just about every recess, the team that I was on would typically win. We would win like by several touchdowns. But there was this other kid on the other team. He was kind of uh, – he was always kind of arrogant, kind of loud kind of guy. He was in their team. And no matter if we scored four touchdowns and they scored one – when the bell went off that recess was over, he would start running towards to go back into the building and start screaming that we won. We won. We won. And everybody was just like, no, that's not true at all. You guys only scored one touchdown. We scored four. Four touchdowns. But he would do it all the time. And it just kind of got to the point that everybody just goes, yeah, he's crazy. You know, um, but that's that's what I see going on in the world right now. It's like, you know... The entire world that has has said, prove to us that that this that something that the election was stolen 
or that something went wrong that would have changed the outcome. And everybody has had every has had all the opportunity to prove that and nothing's been proven, but yet people consistently will say stuff like that. Like the Greg Locke will say, no, he absolutely won with absolutely no proof. I mean, it's like Greg Locke is living in complete um, denial from reality. Yeah. Like there's no connection to anything that's real. Yeah. And there's just, and everybody around him can see it except for somehow people want to be so involved and so connected to a community that they're willing to go. I see that there's no proof, but I like being here and accepted. So I'll just agree. They, they, they cheer for it. They cheer for it and they encourage it because they somehow find a benefit from that community. But because those, that guy is telling them he's confirming what they want to believe. Yeah, that's right. They, they voted for a guy that lost. Yeah. But this guy says he didn't. And this gives them the ability to, you know, they're, it's, it really is. I mean, Jim, you brought up the persecution. It almost is like that where we're being persecuted because, you know, we know our guy won. And, and, and now you've got some liberal there that's messing up the nation. And it, it really is. Joe Biden's not even even remotely a liberal. That's what's so funny about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, although he calls himself liberal. Does he? Well, he yeah. said he was we don't need to get into yeah. that. But 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 the truth of the matter is is that um <laughs> people don't want to they don't want to know the truth. They don't they don't want to know and so if if you only listen to one side or or you know have one source of of Especially if it's a pastor, good gosh, they. Yeah, I mean, there are some it's very disgraceful. there are some very intelligent, sweet pastors. Uh, but a lot of these megachurch pastors, they they people think they have a lot of knowledge, and they just don't. Yeah, they just are not. They're just there to gin up a crowd to get people, you know, to, yeah. to, to anger. Whenever you're in a, a church service like that, and and we've all been in a bunch of them, that anger or that um, that offense, yeah. you, you generate that offense, and that means something to those people. Yeah, and so uh, it binds them together. Um, but I I I mean, you know, I I'm struggling. This is a question I'm struggling with: is how do you talk to those people that that are so far into that that you can't seem to reach them, and you know, Jim, you'd said earlier about you don't want to change anybody's mind. I guess I, I, it's not necessarily that I want to change somebody's mind, but I just, it's like, I just, if I could just get them to come up for air, yeah, you know, where they would just listen to, to something that's rational. Yeah. And I don't know if I meant, I don't want to change anybody's mind. I just don't go into it with the goal of changing anybody. So I, I, I want I, from a more from a, uh, I'm look, I guess I'm approaching it from my standpoint. I don't need to change anybody's mind. Do mm-hmm. I wish their minds would change? Yes. Mm-hmm. With every ounce of my being. And if I can be a part of that, if I can be a part of, of helping that unfold, uh, that's wonderful. But I don't, um, what I meant more was I don't go into it thinking, oh, I got to change this person's mind. 
Yeah. yeah. You know. They're not going to hell if they don't believe what I believe. Right. Yeah. It's not, and it's not uh, about me. You know, it's not what I want to do. It's it's what I would love to to be used or be a part of if if that's at all possible. But it's it's about it's about them. I want yeah. this for you. I want this. I want I want people to come out of this darkness for their benefit first. Mm-hmm. And for the benefit of the entire world, for the, mm-hmm. the people that they could really, really help mm-hmm. and be, uh, for lack of a better word, a blessing to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that, that's what, it, you know, mm-hmm. that's what gets me excited. That's, yeah. uh, and, and um, that's why we're sitting here. You know, that's why we're having this conversation, this, mm-hmm. this whole you know, putting this out there. Yeah. This, this is, this is just, uh, us, you know, deciding, Hey, what could we do? What little thing could we do? Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is you, you really don't care about other people, but I do. I really do care about other people and, and want to reach them. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, your, your heart is bigger. You know, you have a large. Physically, heart. it is. Mine, yeah. mine is a shriveled, a, yeah, tiny little pea. You have a hedge of protection around your heart. Yes, I, I do. Yeah, but mine. I can't say that. Just like if I say protection. that around Hannah, she's just like, don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever uh, say it's that. It's a little too close. To oh her. yes, it's it's way too close. Yeah. So, but um, you know, and it's like, it, you know, you want to tell people. <clears throat> too in the midst of all of that that you're right you can't you everybody will have their bias and that's why that's that's also what i think reflects in people's opinions people can have opinions about things but also bias don't have to rule they can you can have a bias you can lean a certain way have opinions about certain things but also holding on to the idea that the human condition also knows that we can't know all things. We can't understand all things. And therefore, why, why would we hold people to a standard that we ourselves, if we were honest, we know, we know there's things that we don't know. We will never know. We can't know. Maybe we will know maybe someday, but we don't, we don't right now. And it's like, um, and, and, um, it would be easier. You're talking about, you were saying coming out, coming out of that, that darkness, um, that judge, religion. Yeah. That real, yeah. yeah. That judgmental religious darkness, you know, and coming out of that and just realizing that you, it's, there's an irony in it that religion touts that it's loving, that it's love, that it's God, that it's all that stuff. But in reality, you get, you shed all of that and you realize that you can look at another person or a human being and actually love them for who they are without any preconceived ideas driving the fact that you have to do something. Yeah. Um, and then that's when life truly begins. Yeah. Yeah. And we should be able to, you know, back to uh, a question or two ago, David, uh, we should be able to, um, view people that are still in that, uh, in that atmosphere, uh, as, um, because we came out of it yep. as just, they're just not there yet. Yeah. You know, they're just not there yet. 
Yeah, that's a great. Point. Uh, and uh, you know, as we've we've stated it a lot of times uh, over the the months on on our podcast, but um, you know, somebody who's truly seeking uh, good or truly seeking God, for lack of a a, a better term, or um, you know, what's my purpose in life, or any of that, they're if they're if that's it's that some uh, true desire of their heart, they're, they're going to come out of that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I know that, uh, had, had we, all, and none of us, the three of us not gone through what we did, we wouldn't be sitting here today. Yeah. We wouldn't know what we know today. We wouldn't have our perspective that, uh, what we, what we understand today was built on what we understood 10 years ago and 20 years ago and 30 years ago. So let's, let's, let's break this down like this. So if we're dealing with somebody that has that confirmation bias, um, what can we do? So you, you've talked about the noise. Um, one of the things that you keep coming back to in multiple um, episodes have, have been, you know, really it's about love and just caring about people and loving people and, and showing them that you care about them. And... Um, and as long as you can do that genuinely, that's a great, genuinely, that's a great thing to do. I mean, if you really don't care, then you probably shouldn't be engaging in this. But if you really do care about other people and you want them to see, you know, both sides and, and at least take an honest look at things, um, just showing you care can make can make a big difference yeah. um, to, to people. That you're not just trying to, um, you know, either... Uh, selfishly influence them that you're really trying to help them or because you really are I mean as long as you can be genuine about it I think that's an important thing to show them any other things we can we can do and I think that's good also I think you know you I think too you also understand that you may never you may never see eye to eye on something Mm-hmm. So, are we willing to care for and be, you know, engaged in friends with whatever term you want to be with people who um, will never see eye to eye? And you know, the big thing here, I'll, and I'll give it a perfect example. What do you do with? I mean, obviously, we grew up. All we all grew up in, you know, going to church. And we're all evangelicals, so we all had the view that if you do not have faith in uh, Jesus' death on the cross, that that would pay for your sins to make you, um, that then you would not go to heaven, that you would die and go to hell. And now, granted, barring anybody's uh, ideas of what those concepts are, that's the basic premise, you know, um, that was there. So if I go, like for myself, I don't believe that hell exists. I think hell and the devil, I think the devil is just a personification of what we do to each other. I think that's just writing and humans experience of that when we start to accuse each other and we, we do that to belittle and to tear people down, then we are becoming the satanic in people's lives. That's just a concept that human beings take on. Anyways completely different episode. But 
that, but that, but you know, so, but if you're, if you're sitting there hanging out with your evangelical friends and, and you go, well, yeah, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that hell exists. I don't believe that the devil is a real being. And in fact, I don't, you know, I don't really think that, uh, you know, that Jesus had to be a human sacrificed on a torture device to be able to pay for my sins so that I could be right with God. You know, then what do you do? Because now you're hanging out with people that if they believe what they believe, then their only ambition should be to proselytize you and to save your soul. And, you know, who wants to be around that? So my, my problem is, is, is going, okay, well, if somebody believes that, it's hard to befriend people like that or to be engaged or to be involved with people that are going to be constantly looking back at you going, well, there's somebody who's going to hell. Let me, let me use a very Christian reference to this. I'm not going to be walking through life with those people. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not yeah. somebody like that. I'm, I'm not going to invest. You're not going to do life together. Yeah. I'm not going to do life together. No. And I, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I but but I do want to, as much as I can, reach those people. And so I'm, I've been told I'm under a curse. I've been told I'm going to hell. <laughs> I've been told those things. One of them from. But but you were already saved. Yeah. Not anymore. But I thought you couldn't lose your salvation. Depends who you talk to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you need to do. You need to find the ones that believe that. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm okay. So yeah. No, well, I was never you saved. You just didn't say the prayer right the first time. So Yeah, there's so, I can't remember which, really which denomination it is, but they dunk you three times. I only got dunked once. Yeah, that was a, that was me. I grew up in Grace uh, Grace Brethren Fellowship. Yeah, Father Son, maybe that's where Father I heard son, it. Yeah. Yeah, see, I was oh, only yeah. once, so that's just for God, not for yeah, the Son. See, that's so the, the Son sacrificed so it. I was baptized three times, you know, yeah. and I was in Waterboarding is not even allowed. <laughs> That's right. It's actually illegal. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I never when in talking to people, I don't want to come over, come across like I'm. I think I have all the answers, but I do want to come across in a way to make them realize that they don't either. Well, that's because you have all the questions. I, and boy, when I was a Christian, if you had told me I would be in this position and feel freedom, I would have told you you were, you know... Lost. Yeah, you were lost and from the devil, from Satan. You're from the devil. You're from the devil. Yeah, but, 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 but I don't... I feel freer now. And that's what I want these people to see. It's like the opposite of... Uh, you know, you, we want people to... We, I would want people to be free in Christ. And I realize that that's really just bondage to an institution. That's really just bondage to, mm-hmm. you know, to a to a, a belief system that now I don't have. Yeah. And so I have the freedom to study what it and read whatever I want to. And where I thought that would be someplace where I wouldn't have any hope, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have any, I'd be just, how can I make it through life now? It's like, I have more hope. Yeah. I have more, I have more freedom and I have, and I, I don't mean freedom so I can go out and, you know, do something amor- immoral, but it is, you know, I have the freedom to, you know, to explore different, you know, religions or different practices or yeah. I can do yoga. You know, you're not supposed to, where I came from, you didn't do yoga because that's worshiping other gods. Mm-hmm. And so I can do all of that and 
and you know, and just search for what the truth is. Yeah, and I, I'll have to admit, I'm being honest here when I say that, but when I, you know, when I was kind of given that example, it sometimes it's kind of like if I know somebody's an evangelical Christian, it's like subconsciously inside, I'm just kind of like, yeah, hey man, you know, this isn't going to work out, right? <laughs> you know, like but that's not kind even of what I meant. Life. That's kind of what I yeah, meant. But yeah. it's not you. It's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not you. It's I invented the. It's not you. It's yeah. me. Costanza. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can't stand you. Yeah. Uh, but you know, because it because it's ultimately if they believe truly believe what they've been taught, then I need to be judged, and I need to be saved. Yeah. First, you you'll know. get the witnessing. And then if you don't, then you'll get the, the yeah. you know, flame of hell yeah. type talk. But yeah, but I'm they, good with that. So it's like, so what? What good? So, is this? Do, but do you do you experience that now, or are you looking at it like, I mean, because it sounds like you're describing what somebody's view of you would be had you had you never been in religion. You know, I don't believe this. But do you think people would view that, have that same view of you? You know, like we need to save Nathan again. Yeah, well, I just kind of assume so because of the things like this, the things that I've just, you know, I just stated. I mean, right. I don't. You're go, you're using you know, logic. I'm that, using so their logic, logic based off of their yeah. belief system, which was mine. You know, I know what they believe. I know what they need to do. And what they need to do only goes in one direction. Yeah. That's, 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 so I'm concluding it, I'm concluding it from that, from that perspective because, because there is no such thing as a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm using air quotes, born again believer that would tell somebody, oh, I just want to love you for who you are. You can believe whatever you want to believe. Yeah. That doesn't exist yeah. because that's not Christianity. And, and so, on the Christian side, I mean, I was taught that that you're not going to, quote-unquote, do life or live life mm-hmm. with people like that anyway because they could lead you astray. And so uh, there really is no real opportunity there. And and I don't mean it from that standpoint. When I when I want to engage in people, it's, it's not people that I'm, you know, that, that I really, you know, spend time, a lot of time with, but maybe somebody I work with or somebody that, uh, you know, that I'm more casual friends with that, mm-hmm. that I yeah. just want to say, Hey, kind of shake them and say, can, can you just, mm-hmm. you know, this is what I did. This is what I did to see, you know, what was, what the issue was in the Bible, or this is what I did to, to, you know, try to learn more about, what is inconsistent about about God's word and God's message, and if they do it, they do it. If they don't, yeah. they don't. Yeah. But at least I've said my piece, and and I've I've got one certain person in my, my life that continues to try to, you know, tell me about Jesus, and uh, I politely, you know, say I'm not interested. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's almost kind of like you know, it's just kind of like you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I, you know, you're not going to tell me anything I don't already know. I mean, I've, you know, I, I mean, I've, 
I've read and studied the Bible, you know, you've taught for taught, you know, in some search situations for many, 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 many years. And teach apologetics. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't to that level. That's not to that level. Yeah, not at all. I mean, it's kind of like it's a sub level what I did. Yeah. Um, But um, but, you know, yeah, Yeah. level. There's actually was probably a couple levels. But that's what I thought. But um, (laughs) but but it's like but it's like, you know, it's like. It's like, what do you, what do you, you know, what are you going to tell me? What are you going to tell me that I don't know? Yeah. What are you going to tell me? You know, it's like, you know, it's like, I, but I've, you know, I've come to the conclusions that, um, your, your evangelical Christianity conversations are almost, they're boring. Yeah. And I don't mean to be offensive, but it's like, they're almost boring because I can ask you, you know, why do you believe in the penal substitution penal substitutionary atonement, uh, you know, of, you know, of the death on the cross. And they, and, and why do you, why did you choose that one over the five or six versions that came before that? And they go, well, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, you know, what you believe is actually extremely old version of, of, of the atonement theory. You know, why didn't you choose the other five or six that came before that? And they'll go, what are you, what are you talking about? And you're like, do you not even know what the atonement theories are that you've concluded to this one? Like, how can you choose this one and say it's true if you don't know what the other ones aren't or are? And people go, I have no clue what you're talking about. And you're like, well, why do you even believe what you believe if you don't even know what it is that you believe? And why did you choose that one over another one? Where did your convictions come from that have caused you to do that? You know, it's like, oh, because somebody told you you needed to believe it or you're going to die and go to hell. So you said, oh, I don't want to do that. So I'll just believe that. Yeah. And now I've got to act like I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to be offensive to I anybody listening. <laughs> I, but. Have, I have faith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, well, and I, I approach it, you know, so I interact with a number of folks. Uh, I try to love them well. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, it's, uh, I approach it really, um, no differently, oddly enough, than I ever did when I was, when I was an evangelical, I, I didn't ever feel, um, I didn't ever feel compelled to save anybody, you know, just outright confront people and, and all that kind of stuff. I, there was a Bible verse, uh, that, that meant a lot to me and, and, uh, I still, I guess I, when I look at it, I, it, it still, it still rings true for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was be ready with an answer and be ready with an answer, uh, supposes that there's been a question. And so rather than me go looking for folks to preach to or dictate to, I, I want to be able to engage if they ever ask me a question. So when I engage with folks like that and they say, Hey, what do you think about this? I want to be ready. I want to say, you know, here's what I've thought. I've thought this and, and, uh, and I've thought that, and then I've thought this. And right now today, I don't know where I'll be tomorrow, but here's, here's my view on that right now. And this is, this is why, and, um, I'm really comfortable with where, where I'm at in it right now. Mm-hmm. And, 
And that, that's what I think. Well, what do you think? And have a, a, a discussion with them. Hmm. Yeah, and see an approach <clears throat> like that, I think, uh, contributes to society. You know, because um, at no point in time are you, you know, telling anybody that they have to believe something to do something. You know, now there might be premises. You might say, you know, you know, hey, you know what? You might need to be kind to somebody if you don't want them to punch you in the face. <laughs> you know, you know, there might be obvious examples like that. But but when you approach it like you're talking about, you know, you can be very honest what you think into to, to some degree what you believe. But you're also contributing to the society of the people around you. You're allowing for open conversation. You're allowing for other people to be honest. That is not necessarily exactly what you are trying to say or believe or think, but then also at the same time trying to find common ground within people because you realize at the end of the day, we're all just human beings on this earth trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah. And I don't know how many episodes it's been since I last said this, um, but our listener um, at, <laughs> at some point, you know, will can oh, compile it and, yeah, and, yeah. and get in touch with us and yeah. say, oh, you haven't said love doesn't need to be right mm-hmm. since episode Ta-da! Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's, in, in fact, that's actually something you should say every episode. Uh, well, I think I've missed it for, for some time. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, let, let us know. Yeah. Isn't um, that a Percy Sledge song? Love Doesn't Have to Be Right. Uh, Motown. No. Is it? I I've never heard the phrase before. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard of Motown. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, it just doesn't. And so we can engage with people like that. I don't, I don't have to be right. It, it's not the, uh, you know, the, the, it's not, I'm not eternally fearful for them. Yeah. I'm through, you know, I'm engaging with them and I'm thinking, man, uh, what I understand, who I understand God to be, man, he loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and so you, I have nothing to fear. You have nothing to fear. Uh, cut the rest of the world a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. yeah no. So, and it's good news. I mean, it's just really good. And ultimately, you know, the the term gospel means good news. And uh, and we, got, I've got, oh, I've got good news for you. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's, and and it's, especially, it's especially good for you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly right. Because uh, yeah. if God is who you think he is, you're in trouble. Not a single person. We're all in trouble. Yeah. 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 Not a single person would be in heaven. Yeah. yeah. Nobody would be. Not even Moses. He, he was kicked, on Motown. He right? got kicked out. In fact, out, Motown yeah. was named after him. Yeah. Right? Moses town. Yeah. 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 I mean, he got kicked out of the promised land. I mean... You know, if you thought, if you, you know, I realize there's never a big argument. It. Old Testament people don't go to heaven, you know. They go to Abraham's bosom. Yeah, it was in Abraham's bosom, whatever that means. Nobody really knows. Center of the earth. You know, but how do you get kicked out of the promised land, but then you get to go spend eternity with God 
So he, well, he, he came back in Revelation. If you're going to let me spend eternity with God, could I not at least come into the promised land? I mean, yeah. it, it he seems, got to look at it. He just yeah, he got to look at it from a distance. Yeah, which you know, I don't know why that would have been great, but I guess. I mean, I would I would have thought Moses would be really mad. You because know, of one, oh, you're seriously I'm gonna sit here and stare at it, and I can't walk in. Like, is Moses sitting there going, "Well, well, what if I just walk down there right now? What are you gonna do to me?" Yeah, I mean, is he's like, "I'm, I'm walking down." You know, does anybody want to go with me, or did he go? Well, I guess I'm not allowed in there, so I'm gonna walk around. Try. He's probably he's been just... walking in circles. <laughs> yeah, in like right. a, yeah. how, how so, small yeah. of an area yeah. for years. For, for 40 and he years. had to be exhausted. Yeah, he's yeah. probably just like. His right. beard just was me, long. Just let me die. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's all but like a sand everywhere. Definitely got his steps in. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Did he have a Fitbit? <laughs> he had a he had a generation one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, stone cool. Yeah. Anyways. That's fun. Well, uh, I mean, uh, so uh, what's the question for the night? Uh, what time is it? Yeah. That's not the question. <laughs> it is now. It is now. No, uh, I think we've covered th- it. Thanks, um, thanks for joining us. It's great to talk with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, tune in uh, and and listen to other episodes. Good night. Thanks for listening. You can join the conversation at that'squestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at that's question one on Twitter. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting the pod.